0: And I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. And she says, no no no, I've seen everything I need to see, it all looks good up there. So Dublant on that is, isn't
1: it?
0: <laughs> and and everyone else that I I know and I grew up with and that I loved and stuff, they've either retired or they're dead. <laughs> and the grace really retired or they just snuffed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He then went, okay, well, how about we come up with a storyline where I forced myself on you, and then you became pregnant with my Rape storyline, yes. fantastic. And she <laughs> was like, everybody. <laughs> <fighting for her. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's. Uh, we should let's start. So, what are you? Where? What, what's the situation at the moment? What's the, the house viewing thing that you're doing today?
1: Oh, it's a six monthly inspection. Our landlord. Oh does right, so they would come, come to check you guys out. Your guide come yeah. check yeah. us. out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Check yeah. says everything's yeah. okay and nonsense. Just a waste of fucking time. Yeah,
0: I heard those bullshit <laughs> he does. Yeah. He just walked
1: in and he kind of went. he had got his clipboard and he looked around. And yeah, yeah shit sure done. Yeah, we're not going to in six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to be here in six months. So our tendency
0: will be out. Yeah. I yeah. think I scared Mike. They they came in to do I think it was just a three months check. I guess just uh, that's supposed, yeah, yeah, supposed, yeah, supposed to every quarter. Yeah, our guys do. are like really good in that, make sure everything's okay. But they <laughs> they weren't good enough that they kind of neglected to mention. It to us. <laughs> <laughs> so I so so walk <laughs> around in your boxes like. Right. Well, not uh, worse. <laughs> 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 I was full um, frontal. Yeah. yeah, I was. Uh, I'd been doing. I, it was when I was doing my um, my week where I was doing three nights in a row. So mm. Stacey was at work. I knew nothing about it. She knew nothing about it. I was in bed. So and this chick walks in. I don't know when it was. It was sometime between I guess like ten in the morning and. Four in the afternoon. Yeah, I didn't. Some, yeah. some time in the day. <laughs> yeah. oh. that, the place was good. It was tidy and clean and whatnot. Anyway, so and she came. She comes in. Didn't even hear her look around. Now, normally, I wake up at like the slightest noise or anything. So mm. but I didn't hear her unlock the door and come in and pot her around. She and, didn't even knock. How fucking know. rude! Well, she probably. Apparently, she did. Um I was that much in a deep sleep. She oh, said perfect. that she knocked for a while just to make sure no one was in before letting herself in. And I didn't hear it, so she went upstairs and I was sleeping and, and she, she could have just gone in and gone, shit, walked out would have been fine but all of a sudden she just like was like oh my god I'm so sorry and I got up and was like holy shit what the fuck I was sleeping and then she kind of like disappeared and I was like who the fuck's that <laughs> and then I sort of like jumped out of bed and then quickly realised that I didn't have anything on so <laughs> <laughs> but when I when she woke me up I don't remember if I was covered or not which might have explained the outburst of how maybe because um, you wouldn't expect walking on someone some naked dude <laughs> when you're doing <laughs> <an> inspections <laughs> So, yeah. so yeah. yeah, and then I got I threw my dressing gown on, whatever, came running down. I was like, "Oh, I'm really sorry." And she says, "No, no, no, I've seen everything I need to see. It all looks good up there." <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. do <laughs> it's a duplonton on that, is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, we got a good review for the inspection. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next time they do actually let us know, I said to Stacey, like, maybe we should plan it so I can just... I'll just lay around naked somewhere. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so so just everything that they've... Everything else, they'll
1: just blank it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it could work. Uh, so, so they, they get... Everything else just blanks out. All they can think about is just naked people. Yeah. <laughs> could work. probably would work. There's
0: potential, so... get cranking. so we can at least get a lot of material in there and then uh, I can play. yeah let's, let's not waste all own. our best material <laughs> you do want to talk So I'm, uh, I'm going to be
2: not a I'm going to go I'm going to go town alright cool yeah. see
0: you later see you in a bit there's a door <laughs> 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 have a very day yeah No, yeah, fair enough alright so it's better than cool. older shot so yeah that's not hot we actually have shops in it <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair all really improved of late to be fair I'm we don't really well we have more than hairdressers and uh, clothes shops mm. Yeah.
1: at the moment at the moment <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until, until the internet destroys the high street and
0: then yeah which is it's, it's is slowly happening it's, it's systematically it's been doing that for the last few years so <laughs> yeah Oh, well, blockbuster what 2009
1: were the biggest in there? they were the biggest name in their in their sort of sector mm. now they yeah, don't well, exist
0: that's the thing it lasted when I remember me and Andy having a chat about it and based on our predictions I think blockbusters lasted like two and a bit years longer than we so mm. it would last. So fair play to them for that, but it'd been it was dying. They were a long day, time. they were
1: too slow to pick up on yeah, things. Think, way too yeah. slow. They
0: should have, and what they should have done is they should just gone online. That's it. And yeah, it'll still just, be around today. Yeah,
1: it'll have a better online presence anyway. Because yeah. yeah, the online presence they had was yeah, They should have closed poor.
0: down like all loss making stores, regardless of like the tenancy agreements and whatnot. Shut half them down. Keep the ones that are making money open, and then everything else go online. And mm. do what Amazon and Love Film and everywhere else does, where they'll send out the movies or games or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then they, they might have still be around. But who the fuck are we. No one wants to listen to us slowly little ants in this fucking universe. It's poor investment
1: <laughs> as well. Sometimes when they jump on like a particular film or a particular game and they put so much into it. Like Jason Statham. Like, why would you make Jason Statham the staple of your... <laughs> yeah, like I- all of his films it just seem to be so many what was it when when, when you left Farnborough when time when yeah, closed down buy me any Jason Statham films you can get in the sale <laughs> <and> like
0: seven <laughs> films they have all been like the last three years I'm like the man just does not
1: stop making films he's like, he's like as I said he's like the modern day yeah. Stephen Seagull he speaks really sw- really quietly and he, everybody thinks he's a badass but in reality he'd get killed he'd mm. get like, crushed
0: yeah mm. his films were a bit hit and miss for me but, but anyway Okay, let's um let's crack on. Okay, yeah, so I did start this thing where I was like, okay, this is uh episode whatever of Nashcast, but I've got four in the pipeline so far <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that I'm cutting, and I have no idea which order <laughs> open them up. So uh yeah. I know the next one, which I think's ten, which I think's gonna be twelve, is one that me and Gareth have done. I know mm. you've not met Gareth yet, but no. Um we'll do a multi a multiverse. Podcast at some yeah, point, point with all of us, just do a would be huge interesting. One. That'd be
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: um like so a round he,
1: table type deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. And his, yeah, his is definitely next because I've been recording with him weekly, and he doesn't know it yet because he he's not he's way behind on the episodes catching up wise. Mm. But he's had like the worst string of luck so far because we recorded about four, I think, four weeks consecutively, and they were on a particular hard drive that broke. Oh, God. <laughs> so I lost all those podcasts. We will recover them uh, like within the next five months, but... So I lost all of that. And then the last sort of two that he came around, I had like horrible sound issues. So I was like, I'm not even going to bother touching them. They're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And so out of all the the ones that I've done so far that are going up or that are planning to be up, he's been involved in one. (laughs) 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 Which I think was episode four. Um, So he's going to be the next one for sure. And then there's... Uh, there's a couple that I'm working like, on with me and Sean, but I might. Mm. This is new and, and slightly different, so I might get this one up next. So, mm. but a quick, uh, really quick introductory thing, my jiggy. Uh, we met years ago, years and years ago. Like we, like most people that I know, two thousand five. Good old word. I know, I know, I know. I know, <laughs> what, I know was it
1: two thousand five? Two thousand five, because that's when I <clears throat> I only worked at Word of Mouth for about a year and a half. I started there in August of 2005, and I left in January of 2007, because then I worked, I went straight to Blockbusters after that, and I worked there for a year. Mm. I was there a year? Yeah, I was oh, there a shit. year.
0: Yeah. That was longer than I thought.
1: But I was only working like literally minimum amount of mm. hours, because I was, I was only there for the free rentals, to be honest. Mm. I didn't actually give a fuck about the money. The money
0: was not really... That's the reason anyone was there. Even I, I was only there for the rentals, and it was a good laugh. So it was a bit. Okay, so we've known each other now for like then eight years, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll let you introduce yourself then, uh, Mm. and I'll start off. I'm Scott Nash. I'm Craig Armsworth. Welcome. Welcome. Thank Uh, you. Okay, so let's go straight into it because you actually, I got a question for you before we, we begin because I did. I know I asked you at one point when through our. Exchange, uh, yes, because you you were asking about the whole podcasting thing, and uh, mm. and I I, uh, I don't know if you asked me if I, I was up for doing one, or if I asked you if you're up for doing one, but however it happened, I said to you, okay, have you got anything in mind to talk about? And there's a couple of things that definitely caught my attention. Mm. But before we get that far, I want to say, um, ask what 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 got what's got you into the whole idea because you're looking at doing your own podcast soon. Um,
1: it's just uh, I like the like the art form. Because it is an art form It is I love it And um, I listen to about Six or seven different podcasts And I've got really into it
0: Oh, you want to name any?
1: Uh, name dropping a few I mean, the biggest one I listen to Is Joe Rogan Experience I love that one it's, um, um, And
0: he's uh, a fighter dude, I'm guessing
1: No, he's, uh, no? he's oh. a commentator for the UFC oh, okay. he, You know the guy for the Fear Factor From Fear Factor The, the TV show?
0: Uh yeah, yeah Yeah,
1: him uh, So he's a comedian as well But okay. he, he gets a lot of different people on that and it's kind of—he has like a three-hour conversation with somebody. He sits down, and obviously it's a very long podcast, and he gets it all done and dusted. Yeah, um, okay. He's an inspiration for that. Um, so that's I want to go. I want to. I want to be conversationalist. But I want it to be more of a topical kind of conversation. Okay. So there's always going to be a topic for each podcast. Well, well, like a
0: main theme a for theme every episode. For every episode. Th- or like epi- the same theme, or just like
1: Yeah, if we branch off from that, it's fine. But what we'll do is we'll start with one theme and we'll move on. I'm still kind of sorting, you know, the logistics and things behind it hmm. out at the moment. But it's gonna get I'm gonna get on top of that. Yeah.
0: So that was that's what uh, that's originally what we were gonna do stuff with. And when I say we, it was like me, Sean and Adam, and we were gonna call it something completely different and then we came across the realistic difficulties of actually trying to get three of us together at any one point yeah the logistics become difficult yeah because they? at work schedules uh i mean adam and sean like monday to friday which so that you would think would be a bit easier but the mine is like all over the place i'm like every uh i mean i only work to be fair three nights a week but there's like you got to take into account like one day of prepping uh getting prepared for yeah, because you've got you to phase so, over to the nights. Yeah, yeah so you got to like so you spend one day sleeping all of it, and then when you finish, you can be only get like half a day, you know, four or five hours sleep, and then be up and whatnot. But it depends on your work schedule. Like if you're working nights, Monday, let's say it was Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, hmm. I'm out of action for that week because I'm still in the night routine Tuesday and Thursday in between the shifts. Um, which I, I could podcast but then it's, it's it was awkward for the getting them to come all the way over from order shop or whatever because at this point we didn't have the laptop and stuff so it had to be done over here yeah and uh so it was just really hard to do and then and we were originally just going to start uh reviewing movies we were going to go to cinema on a regular basis which we still do and we were just going to talk about movies and uh whatever other bullshit came up but, but everybody um, we, and their mum
1: is doing that
0: <laughs> yeah, we quickly steered away from that because, thankfully, during uh, because of all the delays of uh, we we had a, like a plan in motion, and then it took me uh, like a couple of months to get all the equipment together and the software, and um, really like try and nail down how I how I wanted to do it, rather than just a lot of people just uh, get the stuff and they just jump head first into the deep end, and they're like, right, let's just I have no idea what I'm doing, let's just hit the record button and go. You wanted to be prepped, and you wanted to make sure. That yeah, you I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't want to be like the the lowest of the low. Of, Amateurs, as it were, because I'd listened to enough podcasts for a year and a bit at this point. So I knew that I wanted uh, like a, a musical intro thing. I didn't want just literally like hit the record button. Yeah, I didn't want to just hit the record button and just be like, right, yeah, I'm a Scott Nash, you're you, he's him, let's talk rubbish, which is, to be fair, is what we do, but with music. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so but yeah so there there are steps that i wanted to take and like i said the, the the logistics just got they were they were horrible so then we started changing it where um i was going to record with whoever i could originally i had plans of doing three different podcasts with like different people and whatnot mm. and then that all sort of changed and i thought well why not just do one but whenever i get a chance to record it doesn't matter if it's like with a different person every week yeah. and then gareth got on board and uh Due to the fact that he lives locally, I record with him once every week. At the moment, with Sean, every couple of weeks, but we normally get like a good couple of recordings in.
1: Get a fair bit done.
0: Yeah, and Adam's like, um, yeah, pretty much it's like once uh, at the moment, like every now and again, but we're going to... Once we get into a routine and stuff, we it will we'll all work out. But so, but there's there's kind of like generally a theme of just which is bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, and that's what we do. So, yeah. it's
0: it's hard to find the grounds to be fair. I mean, with Sean, I know I can I can throw anything out there and it sparks conversations. And he normally brings me a couple of news stories that we can have a giggle at. Yeah. Um, with Gareth, despite the fact that we kind of do have a lot in common, found it still quite hard to. Come up with a conversation with him. You found well, it a bit
1: stale after
0: a while. Um, a bit, not that, I just found it a bit dry. Yeah, I guess in a way. A lot. Getting back to the previous point, <laughs> I was listening to lots of different podcasts, and I started listening to a podcast that they called the Stinking Pause. You've probably heard me mention it before. They review mm. movies, or their objective is to review movies that's not within the last ten years, so mm. older movies, and that's brilliant because. There's some Probably that hasn't been reviewed too much. Yeah, there's some that I've watched that I can relate to their conversation, and there's some that I, I just think, oh, no, I've no idea what they're talking about. And so I've put it on my list of things to watch. And me and Sean kind of pride ourselves on uh, watching... Or having like good movie knowledge of you know directors, producers, obviously main cast and whatnot, lots of people behind the scenes of these movies. But these guys like piss all over our knowledge. They make us like a couple of uni students yeah. studying movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so they're really fucking good. And then and they were uh, one of the ones to mention that so many people out there are doing reviews of movies and stuff. So that then put me off the idea, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. Because why would despite. The fact that it would still be comical. What? What? Who gives a shit about our opinions of movies? Because a lot of people disagree with our opinions of movies. So
1: yeah, the trouble with movies is that um people get invested in it, don't they? And yeah, uh, somebody, you formulate your own opinion, and when somebody comes along and then they they basically shit on your opinion,
0: you get you get annoyed,
1: <laughs> and then then you're like, I am never listening to that guy again because yeah. we've all done it. I've done yeah, it myself. No, yeah, we have. Yeah. So I think you think you did right there. I think you're better off. And That's
0: why I thought I keep we'll doing what you're doing. What you're, yeah. what you're doing, we seem yeah. to have found our um our sort of way. I mean, like I said, I got the specifics with Sean where he brings me a news story with Gareth. We just kind of like have a free for all mashup, and um, with Adam, we've got like game stuff going on. So there is top set topics and themes, and it's completely different every episode, which I kind of like. It mashes it up a little bit. lot like with Sean, we've done like Doctor Who stuff. Yeah, which is popular over here, not so much anywhere else. But, <laughs> but that's fine, you know. I'll do. We'll do uh, other stuff as well. Like I'm sure next time I see Sean, will uh, or maybe yourself will. Because I'm going to watch Super Bowl tonight. Apparently, uh, I know who's seen won, the, I know look, who wins. I know, you
1: so, know who's won. Right, yeah, okay. I'm, but I'm going to. I was going to bring that up and ask if you watch it. You've already answered my question. So yeah.
0: So, um, so I'm going to go see that anyway. Just. Because it's a Super Bowl, you know, it's once a year. Despite the fact that I have, I, I couldn't care less about either side, Broncos or Seahawks. They, I can't, I really, I'd rather have a wank. <laughs> but, uh, isn't, you know. isn't that the <laughs> whole point? That's, that's where there's like three minute breaks, yeah, you know, like every
1: play, break. There you go. Yeah, so that's that's my plan. <laughs> go get but, some, go get
0: some Kleenex. Yeah, but out of respect, because I enjoy the game, I'm going to go and watch it around my folks' place. And cool. Yeah, and that's what happens. So, you know, but, you know, there's always something going on. There's, I mean, you're, Um, cause I always kind of had had it in mind that with your podcast, it would be, if, it, if there was going to be a theme, it'd be very, this whole fight thing that you're coming into. And MMA maybe. and UFC and. Yeah, maybe. Like 90% of your tweets that I see are like. Fighting related, and I'm just like, I've no idea what he's talking about, but okay, cool. <laughs> I'm starting to look into it a little bit, but I yeah. I don't I know nothing about it whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I have got I've got I've got a reputation to keep up. I've got serious UFC fighters following me on, on Twitter. Have you? Yeah, I have. Um I've got Dan Hardy, he's a he's a he's a UK dude. He fights By the way, from... when
0: when you mention all these people, I'm gonna nod along, but I have no idea who you <laughs> yeah, That's up. fine. Yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah, real other well, names, go for it. Yeah, uh,
1: he's following me. Um Henzo Gracie. Um, who's a massive name? Obviously, you wouldn't have heard of him because you don't do Jiu Jitsu, I assume. Um, he's a huge name. Um, I put a tweet out probably about six, seven months ago because um, I read Tank Stupid. This is a website I go onto, which a lot of people go onto, the MMA f- m- fanatics like me, um, the Underground. And somebody said on there—is that oh. where
0: Fight Club is? <laughs> it's
1: where it's like the virtual Fight Club, you could say. Okay. You don't talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, really but, hard
0: to get like you know the word about you know, about it and get fans. <laughs> yeah,
1: because UFC really started as kind of like a demonstration uh, for Gracie Jiu Jitsu, which is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Um,
0: UFC is that like the the, the basically they're in a cage, aren't they? Yeah. For intensive purposes, and but it's a ring. It's a cage. It's a cage. So it's an octagon. It's an octagon. It's an octagon. It's, not like a four it's literally called the octagon. The octagon. Okay. So, mm. but they don't really, I guess, tend to, they don't obviously go bouncing into the ropes that often. <laughs> well, yeah. um, well, there's a there's a guy, if you want to see something really crazy, um, his
1: name is uh, Anthony Pettis. Type in Showtime Kick into go- into Google or into YouTube. Who? Anthony Pettis.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and
1: type Showtime Kick. And then bring up anything on, on Google or YouTube, that is an example of somebody using the caged at its best.
0: It's oh, awesome. so they are allowed to use it then?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not allowed to hold on to it or use it for leverage. But they're allowed to
0: like throw people fuckers into it. You can, into it. you can throw people into it, you can throw yourself and off of it.
1: I've seen I've seen guys where they'll You, you know in the Matrix when Neo rocks along the wall when he kicks that dude in the head. And it uh, which, which the show. first one, the very first one, where when he runs they're in the lobby scene. And he walks along and he, he kicks that dude in the face. You know, when he comes, you know, big shoot out in the bottom of the building. Oh, yeah, with the SWAT team and Yeah, stuff. yeah, 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 and he, yeah. He walks along the wall and he kicks that kicks dude. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that. Okay. It's just like that. It's crazy. Even, Does the other guy not see this coming, though? <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to see it because it's... Okay. To be fair, not many people have attempted it.
0: I'll put that on my list of things to... Um, like Seriously. Tonight after the Super Bowl, when I come you, back. You,
1: yeah. I, I really believe if you watch a good MMA fight, a good one. You get a good stylistic matchup. You'll get hooked on it. I mean, you're you're a pro wrestling fan, so you'll probably love it. Well, I was. Yeah, but you was. Yeah, I was. did.
0: I did explain this, but just go. Quick. I mean, because I grew up with that. Um, I was in that age range where when I first got into it, it kind of makes me feel old a little bit because a lot of people would be like, "Who? What the fuck?" But uh, like. When I first got into it, Hulk Hogan and stuff was still around, and he was yeah. the biggest part of it. That was the the Hulkamania. Oh well, he was it. He yeah, was it. that was it. And and I I got into it around about I think maybe WrestleMania five.
1: Yeah, we're about um, the same. We're about we're not that far in age to be honest. We're about the same generation.
0: You? I'm twenty eight, so you're only a few yeah. years older than yeah. me. So we're we're
1: yeah. similar generation. not that far yeah. off.
0: So I, I grew up with that, um, but it got to the point. Sadly, and I guess a lot of people they they just grow out of things that go on for that long. Um, you get bored and, of it, don't you, after a while? Well, it wasn't that I got bored. I right, there's, there's a couple of things. One, um, I did lose interest in it for a little while back in like the late nineties, when because my favorite, my childhood hero, growing up, was Shawn Michaels. And then late '90s, he had the whole thing with his back, and he left for a couple of years, whatever. And mm. at that point, I didn't give a fuck about The Rock and Steve Austin, and those were because that started the Attitude Era, mm. and I, I wasn't, you know, the biggest fan of that at the time. There was a lot of new names came into it, and you know, a lot of the the ones that I grew up with had uh, slowly and quietly gone off, like literally old school stuff like Hulk Hogan, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ultimate Warrior, all these sort of people, they they left and it was a new generation. Mm. But... Going back to those early years, like, Shawn Michaels at that point had just sort of started his career, as it were. So, yeah,
1: because when he left first time, he was only in his early 30s, yeah. he'd done his back, I remember that.
0: Yeah, and he had to... Wasn't know, it s- when he fell off the cage against uh, yeah, he fell, No, he got, he got thrown, out of a, uh, thrown out of the ring, But and he was supposed to kind of, I guess, bounce off the casket outside the ring, but he... Oh, is it that one? his back landed on it, and I know he got which thrown match off it, is, and yeah. he carried on the match and whatnot, but then they looked into it, and a lot of people were like, oh, it's bollocks and stuff, but they... they that's like the reason why they genuinely he genuinely get hurt, like yeah. really bad. They and the whole story, up. I think, at that point was the whole like, oh, he's lost his smile. He's going to go find it and stuff. And, but like at that point, his kind of career was supposed to have been pretty much over. And they did a couple of surgeries and whatnot. And when he came back in, I think it was, I want to say 2002, and Triple H turned against him because it was supposed to be a whole DX reuniting type thing Triple H mm-hmm. turns against him does a pedigree and he was only supposed to come back that SummerSlam for one fight because mm-hmm. they thought we'll see how it goes but it's just a one-off thing but he did really well he came out of it feeling great he wasn't you know his body wasn't broken and stuff so he then carried on for I don't know another fucking eight years or something yeah, he, <laughs> he just long. kept on going and and so when I just one day I was looking through, through the uh, I was still living at home at this point so it was quite a while ago mm-hmm. And I was looking through the channels, and I came across Raw, I think, or it was some. It was like a, the pre-show thing they do before the main event. Ah, yeah, yeah. And I came across that on Sky Sports. I was like, and then and Shawn Michaels was on it. I was like, holy shit, this motherfucker's back! Hmm. So I got, I I bought the the pay-per-view thing and watched it, and that's when I got back into it. And then I stopped watching it after he lost to the Undertaker the second time, the second WrestleMania which finished his career because by that point Undertaker shows up once every year around WrestleMania <laughs> and, oh, and everyone else that I, I know and I grew up with and that I loved and stuff, they've either retired or they're dead. <laughs> and <laughs> the <They've> really <either completely laughs> retired or they just snuffed it. <laughs> yeah. So they've either done that. And, and I, I don't like this whole, when they went into this PG 13 or NC 13 um, era where, you know, no blood. I know that stuff, and their biggest champion, their new so. champion, their new Hulk Hogan was, and still is, John Cena. Has been for years. I fucking hate that cunt. Yeah. I and I can't stand him, and everyone else in it I went um, for the first time since whenever it was that WrestleMania that uh, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker went. I had not seen anything since then. And then recently, talking to I was podcasting with Gareth one day, and he said, "Oh, you know, next week they got the Royal Rumble." He mm. said, "Do you want to come along?" He said, "We're just going to have a bit of a laugh about it, and uh, there'll be some prizes." And what it was, we had um, one of those like lottery ball type things, and we all picked out a oh, number, yeah. and whoever had the number that was our contender. And there was a because uh, I think there was six or seven of us, and uh, it was like the last four surviving people would like win a prize. Yeah, uh, and they were only like tiny little stupid prizes, but well, not stupid. It was all very thoughtful, but it just it added to that like element of fun, yeah, so and entertainment, yeah. yeah. And uh, cool. but, I mean, like most of the people that came out and wrestled, I knew hardly little about. Gave I, in no the actual rumble, it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think in the rumble itself, I think I knew of about like four of the wrestlers in it. I knew yeah. that who they were and whatnot. I knew the main match, Randy Orton, John Cena. I knew who was going to win that because they're all. I was like, it's predictable. They're just going to build this up now to WrestleMania. Of course, and, that, that's what they do. Yeah, and I was like, despite, despite the fact that good old Dave is, you know, he won the Rumble. They'll. They'll end up, you know, building up over the next couple of pay-per-views where WrestleMania will be a three-way between John Cena and Randy Orton and Batista and I, you, know, you can just sort of like see that happening and the mm, other matches. I've done a hundred times before. Yeah, the other matches <laughs> couldn't give a shit about because I had no idea who any of these people were and there was no relevance to them. There was no, you know, tag team title matches or intercontinental or US or anything like that. It was just, well, and they've done this thing with it, I don't know if you know, but they, they unified the Championship titles. Again. I don't
1: know. I've stopped following it. They've, yeah, they've just, they've,
0: oh, well, I mean, I don't know if they've done it recently or not but they've done that again. And it pisses me off when they I, when I do this, because I'm just like, they then do that, they unify the tag team titles and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, it's just, from my point of view, it's almost as if, right, one of the shows, which let's face it, SmackDown is never ever compared to Raw, it's always been the weaker uh sister show well as when were. I was
1: watching it the rock was on SmackDown and that was probably the only time it was ended. No. Oh that's going back a bit. Yeah <laughs> that's probably, that was yeah that's how far back. I mean but yeah. when The Rock was on it perhaps yeah. it might have been the bigger show then because so, the rock is huge man. That yeah. guy's got ridiculous amounts of followers. I mean his Instagram is crazy. I follow him on Instagram myself and I love the rock. The rock's awesome.
0: I don't know I, I, I disagree with you there. No I think he's I think he's out of control now and I think he's uh he's lost lost the way. Mm. And uh I, I've seen you know. I like,
1: let me let me let me elaborate. I like him more as a personality than I do a wrestler. I don't, oh, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah, like the definitely. wrestler side, yeah. I'm not I'm not into that sort of stuff. Like he's much and, and more like, interesting I, as a
0: as person. Yeah, I like a lot of the movies that he's done now. But I'm just think I, I look at him now, and I just see the pictures of him where he's so built up now. It's it I, it, it disgusts me. I just it really puts me off him. And I'm just and oh, and I've seen so many. Um, Review, not reviews, but uh, so many statements from people through like the news, Twitter, and as well, like from professionals who've said he's got muscles in places that you cannot like get muscles through any kind of training and stuff. You cannot get certain muscle developments in certain Mm. places. So, and they say that it has to be drug related there has to be performance enhancing drug well, which I don't care if there is or not 90% of these guys are doing that yeah exactly but there's a line of like looking really good and really buff and muscly and stuff like I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger is a good I well back in the day <laughs> it was a good I think prime example of how good you can look, and, and that's an okay level. You've not read his book, then? Uh, I've got it right in there. <laughs> yeah. but I've not read it yet. No. no. But I know, yeah, who's was he, on he, Performance. He, yeah, uh, yeah, he's done it himself. Well. He, he yeah, said he did it But he didn't go over the top. Like, you see people like The Rock now, and even mm. Brock Lesnar, just their shoulders alone. I mean, I, a lot of that's probably natural, but it's out of proportion to the rest of the body. And for I'm, me personally, I look at that and I, I cringe. I'm like, that's horrible. I
1: don't know about The Rock, but I know that Brock Lesnar is always being that big. He's always been that big. You go he's back always to, been pretty big. His shoulders
0: he always used to have like quite pronounced shoulders, but not what we, they are. All I would we'll say
1: is when he was fighting, he was getting piss tested on the regular. So yeah. for him to be doing it, I'd be very surprised. Um he's got the natural bone structure, is the rock. Mm. I mean, Rock's got well, I mean, he's got good genetics, but Brock was, don't know if they're that good. <laughs> yeah, well, I know
0: Brock would he he was like um weightlifting and bodybuilding and stuff when he was in college and whatnot. Yeah, so he, of him he started off huge. really young, yeah. And again, Scary he still dude. looks really big, but his shoulders are out of proportion compared to the rest of his body. And the same with the rock. Now, they, they, there's he, a thing going around constantly of uh, a picture of like how he looked just a few years ago mm. and how he looks now, and it, it's it's horrible. I look at that and it really puts me off. I'm just like it's too much. Mm. There's like there's nobody that sees See, you job. attractive or whatever. It's like you have to be. I hate to say it, but part of me thinks that that, that you know the guy has got to go through a lot of insecurities to want. To, to feel that he has to look like that, to work out every day, to get the kind of physique that he gets, or that mm. has got. He's had to work hard what? to get that, even if he's yeah, used steroids, he's had to yeah, work hard to get that. That's only for himself, that's not for anyone else, he's got enough money and stuff, he doesn't have to go and be that big to make movies and stuff, he was already well, perhaps, big enough when yeah, he first started. Perhaps
1: to get, like, because he's doing the Hercules film, isn't he? Nice. No. Yeah, he's doing
0: the new Hercules film. Or with Liam McIntyre? No, no, um... Uh, who did who played Hercules in some film coming out? Uh,
1: no, but uh, The Rocks did a Hercules film at the moment. Okay, yeah, still, so he's he doesn't need
0: to look that big. He still looked big enough as it was, mm. and that was always a good thing about Hercules in any portrayal, whether it be cartoon or comic or um, unless it's the Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever, or Hercules in New uh, York. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't exist for me. <laughs> that's a terrible <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah, there's just he. And uh, that's what I liked about him was, like he's you know half human, half god, so he doesn't need to be all fucking jacked. Up on fucking whatever the drug is they all use to. Get I personally would have liked seeing Jason
1: Momoa do that, the guy from Game of Thrones, because he, yeah, he um, is um, what I'd expect I know a, to look like.
0: There's a lot of people out there that he's huge, Half muscles, sure, but you, you, I don't think you, need, you don't need to be over the top. Which at the moment the rock is, yeah, right.
1: the rock's. Um, I don't think it sits on his frame very well. You can kind no. of see where another one that I um, I'm, I'm, I'm be very careful how mm-hmm. I phrase this. I wouldn't I be terribly. It. It's yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> no, fine. I would want you to edit it. Um, the Batista for me. Oh, good old Dave. Yeah, how he manages to get such a big upper body, but his legs are incredibly skinny in proportion yeah, to the rest came of up his when body. We
0: were, when we were watching Rumble, and it came out, that's Stacey said the exact same thing. She was like, "How can somebody that big have like such well, tiny little just, legs?" Just and I said to her, like, "You know what? Well, John, when John Cena first came into it, he was exactly the same because I remember the very first time." It was some event when he won the US title off the Big Show, and it was the first time that he did that—the most ridiculous finishing move in history of the, few, <laughs> when he picked up oh, Big Show. Oh, come on, the, le- you know, the Hogan leg drop. Come <laughs> yeah. on, no, I'll, tell you, I'll do it. I'll take a leg or drop. Or the people's over, uh, elbow. The, the, the people. that's, yeah, but that... that <laughs> Oh yeah, that was a finishing move, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it yes was. that was the the most ultimate <laughs> stupidest move ever. But um FU comes a very close second. But he and I remember when he picked up Big Show okay, yes, it was exciting, oh, he's picked up someone who's 500 pounds, whoop-de-doo. But the, the struggle and the strain at the time, because he'd only been working up his upper body, and you could yeah. see, he had tiny legs, and they were shaking like fucking matchsticks yeah, when he picked up Yeah, to big be show. fair, though. But now he's, you know... Paul White the Big Show, he's a big fucking guy. He's huge. seven foot. And, seven foot I know lost a lot of weight. I know he lost a lot of weight at one point. He went down to, like, close to 400 pounds, yeah. and to the point where it was quite entertaining, because he was... Like For him um, that was quite light. Yeah, and he was moving quick. He was running off ropes and stuff. Have you seen the guys the
1: size of those guys that guy's hands? They're huge. Yes. They're ridiculous. Uh, yeah. it's magic and punch I think with he that. was
0: there when I went to see Raw at the O2 arena mm. a few years back and they're all fucking big. I yeah. wouldn't want to stuff anyway. I've, with any I've of them. actually
1: met The Rock in person when I uh, uh, this is years, and before years, and years ago. Before he got jacked up. Yeah. This is before even before he got big in the movies. This is like two thousand and one. Um, so that
0: was still, he was, yeah, still, attitude. it was, yeah, it was yeah, attitude-ish,
1: you know, it was around that sort of time of the Alliance and that sort of nonsense, um, and I couldn't get over how long his arms were. Mm. His arms are ridiculously long, and now yeah. I see him on TV and stuff, and you think, Jesus Christ, because he was huge then, he was yeah. big then, and I'm just like, he's got to be at least 240, yeah. 250, they always bill up their, their weights, because they were billing him, at I think, 275 at one point, something like that, but he was about, I'd say, 250, 240 yeah, and he was like, I couldn't get over how big his fucking arms were, and I'm just like, now he's even bigger. Mm. That's just crazy to me. That's insanity. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah.
1: But so. my, my my point with Batista was that he hasn't, he can't be doing any deadlifts. He cannot be doing any squats whatsoever because if he did, his legs would be a lot bigger than that. Yeah, because you think about when you're carrying that way, unless he's benching like a motherfucker, which. For me, I don't know. I mean, maybe he does maybe he does squat, but he can't be squatting that that hard. Because
0: I'm surprised he even like came back because the amount of times, uh, and I know this through because Gareth's like my because he still stays in uh, mm. in touch um, with it. I mean, it's not like he watches the shows every single week. He just you know he's up to date with the pay per views, what's going on mm. and whatnot. And but just through him alone, the amount of times that. Uh, Batista's like come back and he makes his big grand entrance and beats the fuck out of someone and then within two weeks or a month he has to leave due to injury or he has a disagreement with management in Mm -hmm. quotations and then so he leaves and then the next day on the you know WWE homepage it says you know WWE has said goodbye to Batista (laughs) and uh, and whatnot and then six months later on he's back and it's because he, he couldn't make so I, it in MMA, that's
1: why. He, yeah. he had an MMA fight, and uh, it's quite a poor showing. I mean, I've, I've watched a thousand, thousand fights. I've watched so many goddamn fights as well, like I do. And I was I was sitting there, I was like, he's probably going to double leg him and take him down and punch him in the face. That's just standard for what pro wrestling sure. converts yeah. do. And he's still in front of this dude, he's not in the greatest of shape. And I'm just like, fair enough. I mean, he's not going to get the elite of the talent pool, and to be honest, he probably couldn't. This good. is in the MMA. M- MMA, yeah. I What's can't, that again?
0: Is it multi-match? Mix, no, no, it's mixed martial arts. Mixed martial
1: arts. <laughs> right. Um, I mixed expected... I didn't expect much from him. But from what I saw, this guy, this this overweight, belly-rotund dude was lighting him up on the feet. And uh, I've forgotten how it probably ended, but he was, for the most part, he was getting lit up. And then halfway through he manages to land one on this dude and then he just ends up you know basically scraping through and he was talking before he had this fight he was talking about you know you know he'd done Carly which to my to my knowledge is a weapon-based martial art you can't take weapons into an octagon with you because otherwise you just take a baseball bat or a gun yeah. and i was just like how well, is that baseball helpful? bat and nails in it <laughs> yeah because I, I saw an interview i mean i'm totally totally you no, know, destroying the guy here but he pulled something out and he was like, oh yeah, I've done Carly for years. And I'm like, well, how's that going to help you in a, an unarmed situation? Yeah. I'm just like, you're probably going to get tooled up. And after that showing with that fight, I think he probably had difficulty getting booked because you, your, your debut, you need to really impress to get the people talking about you and to get yeah. booked again. Um, I've got friends that have fought and you know they've they've done really well and they've, they've come out and they've blitzed the dude and he was really quite poor. And I think he's a bit too old. He's like... He's, Early 40s, I think it's like 42. 40s. Who's this guy again? Batista. Dave oh, Batista, Batista yeah. Dave. Yeah, um,
0: Dave. <sighs> well, based on like the amount of injuries that he supposedly had, yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah, it's too old, <laughs> it's, it's too old to yeah, be. yeah, he is. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, Sean Shawn Michaels he retired at the age of 46, I think it was. Undertaker's the same age as him, and like I said. In the last few years, he only shows up now to do WrestleMania. It's
1: because he can only do that. He can't yeah. do
0: anything else, no doubt. And I, I, and I have no doubt because any of these guys. I mean, sure, like I used to get a lot of uh, grief from people um, back in the day, and they're like, "Oh, wh- why do you watch it? It's fake." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, so's fucking Coronation Street or Extenders, whatever bullshit you watched. That's all fake." Mm. It's the same thing. as entertainment at the end of the day, yeah. and it was all, you know, for me, not so much about the matches, but the The more like intellectual um, storylines that they had going on. That's that's what was entertaining mm. to, in, yeah, for me. And it's like a male soap opera.
1: Yeah, That's best way to describe it.
0: And I remember, um, Taker did change a lot when he he uh, back when he left when he did the whole badass persona thing, and then he left for six months to grow his hair long and come back as the Phenom. <laughs> um, when that happened, yeah, when he came back. Fuck knows what he did within those uh, six months, but I remember watching uh, a pay-per-view event when I got it on DVD, and it was him against Brock Lesnar in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. And Undertaker was—he's always been tall. He's always been obviously—he's not he's like changed size, but he was always seven foot, But he was never particularly you know muscular or anything like that. He was just kind of like seven feet and big.
1: Well, late attitude, he was quite big. I remember. Yeah, but it's
0: like toned down a lot. And when I first noticed it, when because Brock Lesnar is a short guy. And when well he, as short as a
1: 6 foot 3 dude can be yeah <laughs> uh, compared to Undertaker that's yeah, still short sure. in comparison and I remember
0: he, it, yeah. uh, at, the, at the end of the match uh, Taker's like just pissing blood everywhere and Brock has Taker held up in front of him like this like he could just uh, turn slightly and body slam him or something mm. but he just throws him over his head and goes into the F5 and I was like, to do that, to take it seven foot or not, the guy, they always build him in at, like, I think it was about 315 pounds. That's quite he's a He's going to be
1: at least in the 280 to 290 range, definitely. Yeah, that was quite a, he's a bit. big guy. Yeah,
0: and then when he left after the, um, the badass thing, and then when he came back as Undertaker, the um, guy was fucking packed. I mean, you never see his legs, which I guess probably well-built, because he always used to wear, like, the leather pants things. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean he'd show up. The moment he takes a jacket off, he's just got a one of those skin tight black vest things on Mm. and he was fucking packed. Shoulders, biceps, triceps, chest, everything. The guy pumped up somehow in six months and like he completely turned his physique around.
1: There's a thing that's going around at the moment. Oh, I said going around at the moment. It's probably been going around for a while. Um, Drugs? It's called called, uh, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Fighters use it a lot because when you get a lot of head trauma, um, your testosterone levels drop. The amount you produce, and as you get older, I'm assuming so
0: you get more emotional about the
1: fights? (laughs) They do, they do, they get they actually actually do get more so they punch some dude and then they
0: start crying a lot. I'm sorry, it's repetitive, repetitive,
1: repetitive, yeah, repetitive injury. But yeah, um, I'm guessing that sort of shit, I'm guessing that. Yeah, the Undertaker's probably on TRT because yeah. he's in his late forties. He's, he's going to be doing that. There's no, there's no getting around it. Because mm. for him as well, I mean, this was what, what when he did that whole badass thing was probably what eight nine years ago. Know, it was, um, but, and he, he was still in his forties. I remember when I started watching. It. He 30s. still looked
0: absolutely pumped when, like I say, Shawn Michaels was. I'm pretty certain it was forty six when he retired, and that must have been at least like three years ago. Mm. So yeah, they must be late forties by now. Yeah, so he's definitely... he's not been there. around since well for quite a while as I understand like I said he just shows at Wrestlemania now and um yeah, it wouldn't surprise me because, I mean, they... like, Oh, yeah, like I was saying earlier on, a lot of people underestimate them because it's not... They're like, oh, yeah, it's all fake and stuff. But you're throwing around your body around every single night. You're um, doing stupid things, which at some point, it doesn't always go to plan and some things do hurt. Like if they jump from 20 feet and they land on a ladder... A lot of it is improv. And a lot of it is improv. Yeah, there's a lot of moves and, and, and high-risk stuff they do which does have an impact on the body. And doing it over and over again, plus the constant travelling... It's not like they just go home every night and just sleep in their nice warm bed and stuff. They're on the road a lot. They do a lot of traveling, yeah. which adds to the, the, the stress and physical stress and whatnot, as well as trying to find time to work out and to meet up and uh, discuss what's going to happen and stuff, and then to go out and do it in front of a live audience, like, pretty much throughout quite a lot of the year, like, literally almost every night. But
1: it's it pretty does, much every it, night. Yeah,
0: it takes its toll on the body. So, fake or not, I mean, that that would be like saying to, um, right, you're an actor, it's all fake what you do is fake but yeah you know, you're on like broadway or whatever so mm. you need to go out in front of a live audience every single night but on without top of Without rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. Without rehearsing. Oh, no. not On top of that, without rehearsing, you've got to travel from one state. Let's say it's in America. You've got to travel from one state to another. Mm. And then that day, get in time to rehearse and stuff, whatever needs working on, whatever the director field needs working on. Mm. And then that night, perform. And then go to home or go to some hotel, sleep the next day, travel to some the next state, do it all over again. And you're doing that every single day for months on end. And if you can tell me that people, actors and stuff, can do that and do that with no problems whatsoever then fucking email in and let me know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna to talk to that person and figure it out because you're gonna have mental stress, body, you know, physical stress and it's gonna break down eventually. Yeah, okay. eventually, yeah. And it's no wonder um quickly, I mean we'll go back into um the fight thing again in a little bit and your podcast one. but I just wanna kinda of like lead into this a little bit, I guess. This yeah, no, I, cool. I found out last night, Philip Seymour Hoffman Dead. Yeah, died, yeah. Apparently drug overdose, Yeah, heroin was found and whatnot. And we're still waiting for the official stuff, but it's gonna it looks pretty conclusive so far. Mm. Now, and this really annoys me because it's like we can't go a single year without some no matter how big or small or whatever, because I know earlier on not this year, but a few months ago last year, it was that guy that was in glee. He was found in a hotel dead, and apparently he'd mm. faced Drug or drink problems, or whatever, and was seeking help, but yeah. I guess that failed. But you can't go like six months or a year without some douche from Hollywood or whatever, big big named actor or small name actor dying because of a drug or or drink overdose. And this me enough. And this goes to show the bullshit pressure that Hollywood. Puts on all these people I, I remember I, I don't f- necessarily think
1: it's just Hollywood it, may, it might be society a lot of it yeah, yeah a lot of it is society
0: a lot of them I know um yeah especially when they start off you look at Shire um, LaBeouf, yeah. yeah how he started he, he went out and for when he was doing films and stuff early on for a long time he was he avoided the party scene he said no I'm not doing it I'm not going to be that become that person that goes out and has to have some drinks which then goes into drugs and God knows what so I was like respect and fair play to him but then he goes out and then did that all that and it just became a bit of a mess and i had a, a friend of mine went to uh america this is like i mean probably over a decade ago And she ran into uh somebody she ran into a couple of people seth green being one of them uh who which was an awesome uh conversation apparently because she was walking past she had some funky like geeky nerdy shirt on or something yeah and seth green apparently saw this and just went hey nice shirt and then she turned around and was like, "Oh, thanks." Then saw who it was, and she was like, "Oh my god!" As you do. And then he said, "Yeah, do you want?" Yeah, he was with a friend, and he said, "Yeah, do you want to join us and have a cup of tea or whatever?" So she did. But then uh, she also met somebody from—I don't know who it is—but somebody from the lot because I, I don't know the movie that well because I saw it once a long time ago. I don't like it. I'm the only person on the planet that doesn't like it. But she met somebody from the Lost Boys, and I think it—if I want to—the first instinct thing that comes to mind is the the blonde guy from Lost Boys that was in Bill and Ted as well. Oh, yeah, I love the DJ on about it. Yeah, I don't
1: know I his think, name. Yeah, I think it's I've him. never seen The Lost Boys, if I'm honest. I've never seen oh, it. Thank God. <laughs> um, no,
0: she apparently, I'm, I'm pretty certain it's him. She came across him at him because he had, like, a, a promising career ahead of him, apparently, after mm-hmm. Lost Boys and Bill and Ted and whatnot, I think. Um, there were some other things lined up, but he fell into the, the, the circle of the drugs and everything, and she said mm-hmm. to him, it was either that or Goonies, it was one of the, some dude from one of those. I'm pretty certain it was. I'm pretty certain it was Lost Boys because I remember that, and I was just like, "Oh, the guy's a dick." But, <laughs> but but she and and she said to him, you know, what happened? Why why the drugs and stuff? Because that like ruined his career. Mm. And he said, it's it's just the the pressure of constantly, you know, going out and having to perform kind of on demand. Uh, I'm sure, you get your um, like your, your moments yeah. of rehearsal and stuff, but it's going out. There's and he said, there's a lot of pressure because there's so much money riding on it yeah, he said that the directors and producers will not put a lot of pressure on people to i mean every you, you can't go and move your series now without seeing like bloopers and outtakes and whatnot but yeah. that is very frowned upon they don't like that because time is money in the industry and they just want to yeah. get I it just done just get it out it's a- yeah and even he said it was just one day like macaulay Calkin. you know he just went out one night um to some bar with some other celebrities whatever that had a vip Area. Uh, area or something yeah and then you know one person it just takes that one person that just says hey you know do you want to try you look kind of tired try something that's, this will get you through the night and it's coke or whatever and that's mm-hmm. where it starts and then they just build up the addiction where they're on that all the time because they're not only they out during the day filming and stuff all the time and mm-hmm. or script reading or auditioning whatever but outside of that work time they're then out in like trying to be in the public eye as it were so they're out going to dinners going to parties uh, being on Facebook and MySpace or Twitter or whatever and just constantly doing something they never have any any break or time to themselves so and that's and that apparently according to him because he said a lot of people have gone through the same thing that's where it all comes from there's just so much pressure so much time and uh, everything just builds up that someone comes along with an idea of drugs whatever and it helps them get through it so yeah and that's how they get hooked and after a while they'll you know like anything they just kind of like start building up a tolerance and then something new gets introduced and before you know it you've gone from coke to heroin bang dead i do think
1: you have to have a kind of um a certain kind of personality to fall into that though because i do feel you still have to make the conscious decision to do it yeah yeah because you know i do understand addictions i do understand that you know your body is going to physically change um, and it'll still you know, there'll be your body tells you you need something, but you still need to make the the, the actual decision to to do whatever. It even goes trying like, if you talk about smoking, I mean this country's really trying to go after it at the moment, trying to oh, the yeah, 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 trying to eradicate it. And the thing yeah. that pisses me off with smokers more than anything in the world is, like, oh, I just can't give up because of this or this or this. They oh, rationalise it. They rationalise it. They come up with yeah. excuses. What They're, you and mean is you do it, not it, want to quit? It's an
0: excuse for themselves, though. Exactly, it's a cop out. Since I've, I mean, since I quit, I, I mean, I, I was congratulations. I, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't a heavy smoker anyway. I'd go through like five to ten a day. It, I mean, I didn't smoke that much when I was at home. I'd have like two, three uh, in the evening. But when I was at work, I would smoke more at work because it was just an excuse to get out of the office and to yeah. get away for ten minutes or whatever. Yeah. But um man it will tell me here, like how long I uh, how long it's been since I quit. But I know people since I've quit that I come across where they said, Oh yeah, I I've quit smoking and I'm like, Oh, you you've, you've quit, that's it. Just cold turkey, your patches or whatever you're doing. Mm. You you you've stopped, and they're like, yeah, I've stopped. And like, well, you know, I've one every now and then. And they're like, one one doesn't. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, then you've not quit then. And they said, yeah, yeah, because I or the, the the classic, I only smoke socially when I go out, which I'm just like, well, how often do you go out? <laughs> yeah, once <twice> a week. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> so like, again, you've not quit. You're still going out, and it's and that's. I mean, I found that easier. This whole, I didn't agree with it at the time because I was smoking, but the, the smoking ban, I find that. Unless you're one of those people where you can just uh you're single or whatever and you can yeah. just chat to people. So if you go out for a smoke, you can be like see a woman and be like, hey, or a dude, whatever. <laughs> well, and be like, fancy, yeah, yeah you can be like, hey, uh, you got a light, bang, strikes in conversation. You can Ice uh, immediately. Yeah, straight away. But you you know, you don't really get a lot of that these days. A lot of people don't want to go outside and smoke and a lot of people won't bother, especially during the winter seasons and stuff at the moment because yeah. it's always raining or it's too at cold moment, nobody wants to. Not. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been 797 days and 22 hours and 7 minutes and 25 seconds since my last cigarette. It's
1: good that you actually had
0: to look on your phone to find that <laughs> the one that pisses
1: me off is where people got home on day 35. So it becomes impressive when you stop counting the days. Yeah. I
0: because mean, that means it's still taking part in your thought pattern. Yeah. If you stop thinking about it, you've won. It is. And that's the thing, I never, the moment I quit, I, I never had any, like, again, I put it purely down to uh, not, being a heavy smoker, if I went through like a pack a day, I probably would have struggled, but I didn't. I just, one day I just, I looked, uh, I got home from work and I just looked at a pack which had maybe two or three left in it. And a lot of people do the thing where they're like, oh, once I finish this packet, I'll then stop. Um, But I I looked at that and I thought, I'm so, I'm sick of smoking. I don't, like you know, I I can tell when I uh, come home from work, I can smell the smoke on me because I go into the atmosphere where there's no smoke and whatnot. And it's not that great. And, uh, and at this point as well, it was costing, because prices had gone up again, and... It's
1: like £7 a pack, isn't it? Yeah, at this it's point, it was
0: something, it was round about that, even for the cheapest. It was something like 6 £7 a pack. Um, oh, yeah. There was the cancer issue as well, which, yeah, also of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very <into> <laughs> nice segue, so yeah. I, yeah. And I thought all these things is like one, it's a waste of money. I'd rather put that money towards, uh, you know, stays or going away on holiday or something. Or and beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beer. Um, so I thought, fuck it. And I just, I screwed the packet up there and then binned it. And that was it. And I was done. And the great, the greatest thing is I didn't have people around me bugging me saying, oh, you should quit or whatever. Like Sean, for example, he quit a year before me. Mm. Um, and. Stacy had been kind of bugging me about it. And Sean just went, uh, he'd said it a couple of times, but he said to her, look, leave him alone. He'll, when he's ready, he'll quit. Mm. And that was, that was it. Simple as that. He said, you know, you bugging him, isn't going to make it happen any quicker they'll just piss him off yeah and that's Less what he said, said it's just going to bug him and he'll get annoyed whatever and let's say he storms off for 10 minutes get some fresh air the first thing he's going to do when he storms off is go to the shop get some cigarettes and have a smoke before he comes back and then he'll be calm and stuff so he said just leave him alone he'll quit when he's ready and then bang to be fair it did take like a year but it hit me and I was just like oh, I can't it's never going to be easy
1: but what, what I've always felt is because I smoked for three years. And, did you? Yeah I did yeah wow, um, I don't remember. Main, well no it was before um, it. yeah, yeah okay, before before we, <laughs> no, we were yeah. hanging out but um, I smoked for three years because I thought it was cool and then I just thought I did it and then I was just like do you know what don't want to do this no more I went cold turkey Boom. Yeah. that was it. I didn't even I don't think I've got that personality that allows me to do it I just did it because I thought I looked cool Mm. And it was that was it. But then I just went boom not that. There are other things I've I've had I've had more difficulty doing, um, giving up or orange juice, masturbation. When you start getting calluses on your hand, that's a bad sign. <laughs> no, no. But there, there, I think there are some things that, that will be harder for some people. depending on your personality and what course, your yeah, your own okay. tolerances are like. But. Yeah. I still think you still, if you're making that conscious decision to do it, then you're not helping yourself. And then I've got no, no sympathy you're, for you.
0: When you decide to do it, you're just going to do it. And if you ever, like let's say for example, the smoking thing, you want to quit, you decide, right, I've quit. But the moment you start, if you do, if you start using those excuses like, oh, I only smoke when I get stressed, or I only smoke when I go out, or I only have one like once every Friday or something, I need it for the stress. Yeah, I need that's it for this. that's not quitting. That's not quit. That's your that's the addictive side of you that's addicted, coming up with excuses and rationalizing it in your non-rational brain of saying that it's okay to do it once every now and then. Hmm. But and that's fine because that's what it is. But it's not. You can't go around saying, oh yeah, I've quit smoking. Because you haven't, if you're still having the odd one here and there, it's when you've quit, you've you've stopped. That's it. It's because it's because people
1: feel like they they want to have the oh well done yeah. thing. Uh, the well and done. But
0: the trouble is, it's not. I mean, they could have that, but it's not justified when they then turn around and say, oh, but I have one. I only have one when I get stressed. It's like okay, but then you you, you look into that you're like okay, well how often do you get stressed then and they're like oh every day and every time i go to work i'm mm-hmm. getting stressed so i'm like okay so you're smoking daily then at work <laughs> when you're stressed and they're like oh well, yeah but it's only like one or two a shift or whatever i'm just like it doesn't fucking matter you still you haven't quit don't come up to me and, and give me this whole i've quit yeah. bullshit when bullshit. and then turn around in the same sentence and go oh but i have one here and there and stuff it's i mean if people want to do that fine I'm just going to tell you how it is if you come up to me and say you quit smoking when you haven't. I'll just I'll tell you. <laughs> I feel like you've not quit. Stop lying to me. Go away. Yeah.
1: I, I well, don't, don't go away, but to talk yeah. about something else. <laughs> I don't tend to have people like that
0: in my life. No, no me neither. Because I, uh, it I don't know tells me something really about their smokes. character.
1: It tells me something about their character.
0: Yeah, I don't think I know anyone that smokes anymore. Amanda's um, recently given up. Um, oh, she, yeah, she smoked, didn't she? She smoked, yeah. Smuged,
1: yeah. Um, She's really struggled at first. We should probably
0: just point out, just uh, because I've mentioned some women before and stuff, like uh, (laughs) Stacey and Jennifer Aniston uh, and Amanda's. Your my partner, yeah, not mine. I I mean, obviously, I know her, but (laughs) (laughs) we have no, yeah, nothing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So she's how long she quit for?
1: I haven't counted. (laughs) (laughs) That's she? I think she might be, but I don't think she's making a big deal of it. She's not making a big issue. That's why I got the app because
0: I like, I can be bothered enough to actually try and remember it myself. That's good. That means it, you're not you've been yeah. there. And it's you, whenever, whenever, it, and I only have that. So whenever it comes up in conversation, and someone says, "Oh, so how long has it been since you quit or whatever?" I can be like, uh, I can just look at that and go, "Yeah, seven hundred and whatever it was days that I mentioned," you know. But I, I don't think about it. the worst part is on okay, a very, very rarely, but like once every few months, I'll have a dream where I've smoked and I wake up but I feel really guilty because I've smoked and I and think dream. for a short while I'm just like did that happen mm. did I smoke and I'm just like but I quit why did I do that and then eventually hits me that it was just just a dream and mm. you know but I, I don't miss it I, I've i never I've never been in any situation like in the last few years where I'm mean, even going through all the, the bullshit chemotherapy and cancer and stuff mm. none of I mean despite the fact that's a big thing against it with all the stress of um hospitals daily and mm-hmm. being injected with bullshit poison stuff every single day and whatnot i mean at any point anybody could have broken and gone that's it i'm having a cigarette but
1: mm-hmm. it never yeah, even well, so if, you could have totally tapped out to yeah. that and gone well fuck it i've already got cancer let's go let's go let's let's get yeah. my cancer sticks out and let's have, let's have a <laughs> exactly yeah you know, but it never not?
0: it just it never occurred to me once i stopped that was it. i'd stopped i never unless it was in a dream i'd I never even think about it Mine never because of what happened with you that was a big factor in it maybe i i am um, yeah i was, definitely i definitely think it was i mean after the because they misdiagnosed me for the first couple of months when when they eventually figured out what it was and whatnot i did still smoke a little bit for a while into the whole treatment and everything mm. and then i got to the point where i just thought yeah fuck this and i and i, I just feel like stopped. shit enough as it is yeah yeah I know, really yeah. did and that's the thing i it, it got to the point where i I could barely get out of bed to go to the toilet to throw up, let alone go and spark one up and <laughs> yeah, start yeah. puffing away. No. So, yeah, and it, it, was a, it was a, if anything, it was probably the big wake up call that said, hey, you know, I mean, if I carried on smoking, I would have just been asking for cancer to kill. You are them. kind of like waving the red flag in front yeah. of the, <laughs> the <little> guy, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. And I so know. I got to the point where I, th- I thought, no, fuck it. And I, I had promised, um, Within that year, I had promised Stacey saying that I would quit, and then we'd start saving the money and whatnot to uh, for holidays and stuff. So we, 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 I mean, we've we done that. We quit. Um, we are going on holiday this year, and it's only taken a few years because it's taken those few years for my health to get to that reasonable yeah, so you level actually where I go. can actually, yeah, yeah, go. So It's good yeah. that you can even do it, though, because to be honest, I mean, yeah. you
1: know, something like um, from what you experienced – I mean, my mum my had uh, bladder cancer and she had it quite aggressively. It's one of the most aggressive forms of oh, cancer. Shit. And it, it really fucked her up. Um, they didn't know if she was going to make it, let alone um,
0: anything else. When was this? Oh, it was 2008 when my mum got it. Five, four, eight, no, four, six years ago. Six years so, ago, yeah. Okay, so, I always get there in the end. Uh, <laughs> my maths is not that great. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: late 2008. Um she she went like you. She went through everything she needed to go through. Um, she didn't have to go through chemotherapy though. She had other treatments. She had to have her bladder removed. She has to wear a bag now. Oh shit! Yeah. So. But she's alive. Yeah. She's so... alive. she's adjusted very well. To be honest, to the uh... but it's not like the bags
0: in sight or anything, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> That would be a kind of weird. <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: You wouldn't know if you look if if you if you looked at it, you wouldn't know she's got it. Um, yeah, and she's adjusted very well. Uh, to be fair to her and for me that was a big thing for me because at that time i was yeah a bit messed up a bit fucked up myself um and i just sit there and say heroin <laughs> <laughs> no 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 substance abuse of any kind but just other uh, things like mental masturbation no but I, I had other issues i had other mental issues going on and um I just sat there and I thought, "Fucking hell, that's just yeah." You know, to, to see my mum be on the brink, and she was on the brink. Hmm. She was as close as you can get without actually leaving. Sure. So she was on the. When she, you say
0: leaving, do you mean like dying? Leaving? Dying, yeah, dying. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. So she, Not just like going out. The she was leaving then, the party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was on the way out of the party, and um, yeah, uh, she was very close. But now, unfortunately, she's still with us. Good. She was in. She's. Just, been in remission so it's all good she's now getting her annual checkups
0: good place to be remission
1: yeah so i I totally relate
0: with you with that because you must have gone through Mm. fucking hell for that shit yeah it was horrible i mean the i i always uh it sounds a bit weird but i whenever something came up like when they eventually diagnosed what it was they said right we're gonna do surgery within a week Mm. but I embraced that and as Sean would say, I owned it because I looked forward to it because I was like, oh, this is a new experience. I've never had surgery in a hospital before on this level, on a scale. So that was really cool and then when they said, right, okay, within a week after that, you're going to have chemotherapy. I was like, okay, let's do that. That sounds mm. good. Do it. So I was really positive and whatnot and I mean, it was it was horrible. There's only two people in the world I'd wish it on. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 only two. <laughs> yeah. But it was absolutely awful and... Um, <laughs> That <laughs> uh, will be stays trying to call. I have to catch up with her in a minute. Uh, <laughs> so she knows I'm recording. So stop ringing. Hi. <laughs> hey. cool. Right, um, where was I at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, I had the uh, the worst kind of uh, treatment you can have. For my particular one was. Um, all the, the kind of chemotherapy that I had, all the, the poison being like mm. put into your body, plus radiotherapy as well. But I did not need the radiotherapy, so I had just the second worst batch, which was going in eight hours a day on Wednesday and Thursday, an hour on Friday, and you just sit there on a drip of this bullshit going into you. And mm. it's cool, but you, know, you can't eat or drink anything. I was uh, drinking a lot of orange juice and whatnot, because that's the only thing that tasted good um, but anything uh, even that and anything that I tried eating within uh, within hours I was just throwing it up always at home for some reason I, always, I, never met, I never did it in the hospital but I always getting home I always ended up throwing up change of environment maybe perhaps yeah. yeah so yeah that was that was really horrible and it does that just became such an annoying routine because you know you're eating stuff or drinking stuff whatever and then you're throwing it up so you're not getting all the good nutrients and the, the the energy and the sugar and the protein and everything that you kind of need fluids as well yeah so and it got to the point where there wasn't really even like food to make it easier kind of was just uh, like liquefied and whatnot with through mm. blenders and whatnot just to make it easier for me to have but then i just ended up throwing it up so i lost a shit ton of weight and went down to i think my my lowest was just under seven stone
1: Christ yeah and that really annoyed you're me you're not because that much
0: shorter than me that must have been a right. lot it was horrible and then the wow. worst part the, the two worst parts of it was one within the first uh, I think like three weeks I started losing my beard which that's really going upset you that did because that's upset <laughs> my beard's always <laughs> been my identity I've always had a beard ever since I was old enough to grow one and um, and the other thing was yeah before before I got ill and before i noticed it and whatnot and going through the whole process of trying to be diagnosed and whatnot Mm. um i'd spend like months training with adam and whatnot Mm. so we were working out we were weightlifting and doing all the stuff um yeah no i I was just going for um like a a toned look i don't want to get too too buff i just wanted to be toned up and and that was it and i I was getting to that stage like i'm almost there all i I was getting to the you kind were getting of point
1: to the where you were happy with it, yeah.
0: That all I would then need to do is just maintain that as opposed to work towards it. Mm. Um, and then I got ill, and with all the weight that I lost, I lost everything, mm. so I just went back to how does that affect you now? It. Yeah. Um, it's um, well, I'm okay with how I look, my weight's still like a little bit up and down and whatnot because over the last couple of years, I still one of the side effects is I still throw up quite a lot. I uh, you know, I can mm. eat something one day, be fine, next day... Yeah, it's just thing, it's so a well.
1: kind of flip a coin day. Yeah,
0: so it's all a bit random. I did work out for the, uh, a few months. I did start when I was well enough again. Mm. I did start working out with Adam again, but... Um, too much then, and well there was that which was kind of a good thing but because w- when i started working out more i started eating more and stuff so i started mm. getting more energy and whatnot but then i did have a couple of periods where i was i got ill again and um work schedules started getting in the way because i changed jobs and yeah um so i i you know tried to start working out at home and, and whatnot and then uh, i kind of got to the point where i thought you know what i'm not i'm not uh stupidly underweight anymore like the under seven stone i'm not overweight i'm just back to how i've always kind of You're been comfortable in your skin yeah and i'm happy with the way that i look naked so <laughs> <laughs> So, stace, so, so I, that's the most important one yeah so i thought i'm not you know what i was like i'm really happy and secure with um everything mm-hmm. about me physically and men- well you know i guess mentally that i don't feel the need or want to to go and work out uh yeah. to buff up because originally before i got ill that was kind of cool but in hindsight now i'm just like I, I don't want to waste that time looking i mean who am i going to try and look better for and build muscle for i mean yeah. it's not stace it's not me and it's no one else so why bother you know so so i don't so i don't do it anymore and I, I i i'm eating a lot healthier now so as long as that all stays um uh in motion and whatnot, then. Mm. Cool, I don't feel the need to, to work out and stuff. So Fair enough. And life's too short. I don't want to. Instead of going out for a run, I'd rather have sex <laughs> <laughs> or something. Fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah, no, so. no, no, no
1: I, I understand that. I mean, <clears throat> I like, because um, I, I do jiu-jitsu, but I've, I've had to give it up for a little while because uh, money issues at the moment. I can't really train without any money. Because um, at the end of the day, aesthetics only last so long. Yeah, Whereas, but, it, I but it's like have skills. And yeah. Skills last forever.
0: But it's but it's like at the same time though, it's um, it's it's a hobby for you, isn't it? Oh it's, yeah, definitely. Because yeah. you because you're into the uh, I you know, like MMA thing. And, and, so yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, me too. But I just keep it in the bedroom. <laughs> 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 it's convenient. You have <clears throat> no hookers round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you're getting like mixed things out of that. One, you're getting um. I guess exercise and whatnot, and mm. to uh, that sort of satisfied enjoyment out of doing something that is related to a hobby of yours because you're cause That whole, primal, I want to kill yeah. something out of me, which I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess that goes back to is that is that. You, I mean, you might want to keep, a, I guess, a lot of it close to the chest at the moment with all the planning and stuff. But the podcast you're planning on doing is that going to be one of one of the main themes? You think? No, 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 not really. You
1: know? I, 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 don't want to have like an overarching theme. I said it's going to be each each podcast is going to be its own thing. Yeah. This is I'm going to be doing it. That's that's all that that's all that's going to be different. Hmm. Um, sorry, the same. Sorry, the same essentially, it's going to be consistent. It's going to be my podcast and whatever okay. I do. Each one is going to be its own self-contained. I don't want. I don't want to have like. Why label it? You know, yeah. it's going to have my name on it anyway. It's already going to have a label. Why Why restrict myself to that? And I'll probably talk about it. Almost certainly I'll talk about it. Especially with a lot of my friends and things that will come up of conversation. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. I think it's the greatest sport on the planet because if you've watched a good fight, then nothing gets you more excited than watching a good fight. And I want to emphasize that because I watched the UFC at the weekend and it was fucking horrendous. <laughs> 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 Seriously, it was like... 12 fights on the card and normally you expect like a split down the middle like six finishes and six decisions something like that yeah something in the middle maybe more decisions that each way or more finishes each way it doesn't matter
2: Hmm.
1: there were 10 out of 12 decisions and one of them was fucking shocking it was it was abysmal it's like how did you see that it was just absolutely atrocious but okay but when you watch a good fight I think it, it translates more than with certain sports if you say for example saying you're, you're not a big football fan are you? you don't like like soccer or football
0: um I I uh, actually I did sort of get into it and in, um, when I was ill, obviously being off work and whatnot I um, ended up playing a lot of FIFA with Adam mm. and then and him and uh, uh, everybody that was around at the time. That uh, I I knew and whatnot, they all support the same team. Which I'm sorry to say, don't give me shit for it, because I've already got enough of it in the last year. But it was Manchester United. Oh, and so I, I'll just laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I knew not enough about any of the teams. I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll watch the games with them and stuff. So I started watching the games back when the uh, I'd go up to. Uh, their place and and when the game was on and c- quite often it was when I wasn't having treatment yeah so course, it was a place yeah. I could go to and just sit down and just relax for a couple of hours but enjoy others company and and watching this at the same time which everyone was really into so I got into it that way um uh and I, I still really enjoy playing FIFA. Uh, that being said, I do know that because uh, I joined a fancy football league thing. um to do with some people at work for a bit of a giggle, and but then everything changed. Every like all the good players from Manchester United got shipped off to different teams, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and the team like went down the toilet. And then they got you know Alex Ferguson walked off, and they got some new guy in who uh, is probably good or supposed to be good. I don't know, but no, don't he's never know, won a trophy. No, so no, he's yeah, not. <laughs> and, and the team itself, uh, they've done fuck all this season, and uh, it's been upsetting. Uh, so I've not, I've not been following it that much, but I know now. Of like the rules and teams. Yeah. I don't know enough about it to be able well, to list players. Just as a point from, of reference you know, to get to my team. point, what I was really making the
1: point was: is say like, when when you don't know anything about the sport, mm. you don't really give a fuck. You're like, yeah. why do I yeah, care? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like trying someone trying to explain the offside rule. Someone doesn't know anything about football. Like, why does yeah. that matter? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with uh, MMA. If you like, people boo and they get angry when it goes to the ground. And I kind of get excited because I come from a, I, I do jujitsu quite regularly now. And now when I, it goes
0: to the ground though, isn't that when they tend to try and get all the more like submissive moves? in? Yeah, and submissions
1: and things. That's where jiu-jitsu comes in. Um, but if you don't know what you're looking at, yeah. it just looks like two two dudes holding each other, and yeah. you know, you're
0: like roping and
1: yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look that great. But in that regard, sometimes you'll get a good exchange on the ground, and you're like, Jesus Christ, he's gonna is he gonna go for that? Is he gonna do that? And you get excited. Yeah. Um, it's the it best way I can kind of do it. It's like you know when um in pro wrestling when a guy's gonna set up for his finisher and you yeah, know it's yeah, coming yeah. and you can sense it. It's like that. You, it's, it's the only thing that comes close to it. I, ironically, and it's not even a fucking sport. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When you sense it coming on, yeah. When you sense it coming on and you know what's gonna happen next, and it, people get you see people's reactions and then you get then the, when you get something when saying you don't see happening and nobody saw it coming, you're like. Fucking hell, like that. The what the fuck moments are right up there. Like, it's like when you watch a film and you just see something that you just totally did not expect. And it makes you jump out of your seat and you're like, fucking hell, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that's why I, I love that sport because it has a lot of those moments. Hmm. Um, I mean, you. said so if you
0: watch it, you'd probably enjoy it. You'd probably, you know, once you've got an I've, understanding. I've, of se- it. I've seen bits and pieces in there. I mean, yes, yeah, mm. I don't know uh, the rules uh, like that much. I'd quite happily give it a go. Like when I go back to work, I'll. not watch some matches of it. Matches and yeah. stuff. Because I mean, I'm not going to do anything. Because at the moment, when I go there, if I'm not listening to podcasts at the moment. I'm watching all the games of um, ice hockey because I've... In the oh, last few months, ice hockey. Love ice hockey. Yeah, I've really got into that in the last few months and stuff. So um, we're going to go see some games locally. So whenever that happens, i give you are going to see the flames, are
1: you? Huh? You're going to see the flames, are you going to
0: go for flames? Or? No, Bisons. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm torn between two teams because... I had this conversation with somebody the other day of kind of like football and they, they were like, Oh, you should support your um your sort of your hometown sort of thing and Bisons don't suck. Well, well one <laughs> yeah, they do and they do suck everything, I'm sorry to say. But I'm not from around here, so um and it's hard to try and like figure out because with my dad being an REF, we moved like every two years to different places. So I could go back to technically my hometown, which is the closest place it was in Wiltshire and it so I was born in a place that nobody's ever heard of but the closest um, uh, town to that which uh, has like a football team or ice hockey team or whatever would be Swindon so mm. but I have no uh, loyalties or allegiance or anything to Swindon because um, I have I was there when I was first born I was there I guess for a couple of years then we moved mm. around everywhere and the only time I ever go back there is to see an uncle and aunt of mine there so but other than that I don't know Swindon or anything like that so mm i kind of um should be I, just a team that you get emotionally invested
1: in if yeah, I'm exac- yeah, yeah exactly yeah don't don't try and try and justify it. you don't need to just No,
0: that's i think the way, with american way- i've i've got a team that i support from there um but over here i'm kind of like i don't know enough about the local teams uh to warrant picking one out and be like right that's the team i support because i don't like the f- okay it's ice hockey but some of the whether the the rule differences like you know, they don't drop the gloves and fight and stuff. <laughs> you don't get that? Damn it! Yeah, so it's not as good. Um, I'm going to, I'm just going to see how both uh, the Bisons and the uh, Swindon something or other, they're wolves or something, Swindon yeah. wolves. I'm just going to see how they're, how they both get on and any game that, that, that I can go watch, I'll just go watch it and then mm. eventually I'll, support a team at the moment i do lean more towards Basingstoke stoke singers you're right here i've been in Basingstoke for uh, yeah years now and um mm. this is probably uh, more of a home to me than any other town i've lived in is so yeah fair enough yeah, yeah. but uh yeah I, I i mean ultimately with ice hockey i don't care who's playing i love watching it um
1: well as long as you enjoy the sport that's the only important absolutely. part
0: and that's the thing with uh like if i watch if i put up a game uh, a match of uh MMA or UFC, I, I, I don't care about any of the people involved I just want to see two guys fight yeah you and want to see a I'm good quite, fight yeah I think I'd be generally, generally just quite satisfied I'm like that
1: I, I, yeah. I have got a couple of favourites a couple of guys that I really look up to yeah. and are idols of mine but well you would
0: because once you're once you that passionate about a sport for so long you do develop like I mean okay not a sport but like the wrestling thing growing up with so many different wrestling oh yeah stuff, it's the same thing sure Michael's became my favourite and I good or bad I someone you relate with or someone yeah you, he was, go he was my hero and so you're always going to get that kind of um personality that you either maybe you identify with them or maybe they're just a hero of yours or maybe you just really like them mm. and that person wherever they do you will just follow so someone because i'm there they're two different things aren't they ufc and mma so well the
1: same thing whether well, it's the ufc is promotion right ufc is the promotion mma is the sport so right, think right. of it this oh, okay. way, but, but you have gotta have like different. Premier League is the promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football right, is the yeah, yeah. sport. That's yeah. the best way to remember it. Okay. Just that everybody calls it Ultimate Fighting, and that really pisses me off because that just shows me what. Like, ignore everything you ever say about this sport from now on because you clearly know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, But yeah, it's um, it is awesome. I mean, it, I wouldn't really recommend watching anything outside of the UFC or Bellator, um, or maybe in the World Series of Fighting. But really, it's the UFC. It's only going to be UFC on watch. Yeah. Um, I've watched a lot of local shows and some of them are really fucking bad and you're just like why did you think it was a good idea for you to get in there you cannot fight to save your fucking life <laughs> yeah. that's why I don't do it because I'm I mean, I'm in the reality of that I'd get my ass kicked <laughs> if yeah. it's a straight up jiu-jitsu match I, I can handle myself I can, I can hold my own sure but in, a, in an MMA fight where you start throwing punches around you get somebody on top of you who's like perhaps 20 pounds heavier than you, and they start fucking punching you in the head. It's a wrap, son. You're done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All right. So, have you not thought about any like local engagements? There's, there's got to be local stuff. I've seen local fights. I've seen local fights, but. Not something you'd want to get involved in? Not particularly. Just, again, I the just concept can't... of being hit in the head a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just can't <laughs> fuck with the brain damage part. Yeah. I can't yeah. fuck with that. Um,. I like it I I, I love the sport I'd never knock it and I'd never put put it down I I wouldn't put people down for having a go but I can't I I, I couldn't do anything locally Acres the, the, the local circuit well in the UK it's still quite a a startup sport at the moment. It's not yeah. as big I can't imagine it's that it's gonna be bigger in America than it is. It's
0: huge it? in America yeah. now. Yeah. It's bigger than ice hockey in America. That's now. because they, they, they don't have the kind of safety health and safety fucking regulations that prevent them from doing shit that um, we have over I, here. I think
1: I think a lot of it is just the wrestling is a big thing in America. Yeah. Um even amateur wrestling, I mean it's still big well they, they,
0: they do do that like starting off from high school they yeah we don't do that in this country No, I would have blatantly been all yeah, over that we're just like wrestling what's that
1: do you know what the irony is we we invented freestyle wrestling did you yeah, know that that doesn't the surprise U- me yeah the UK <laughs> invented freestyle wrestling
0: it doesn't surprise me at
1: and all and it's huge in America yeah um, that's where Brock Lesnar comes from he's a freestyle wrestler mm. he's an NCAA division one wrestler he's
0: fucking built like a tank and he hits like a motherfucker yeah and he can mm. do just about everything but some sort off the top rope of a ring. <laughs> it can land on his face. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the only man and, that I know yeah. can land on his face and survive. Yeah. And give himself a concussion in the process,
1: but <laughs> fair play. <laughs> I think my favourite moment, in favourite cock-up moment in uh, wrestling history is when The Undertaker... I think it was the first Shawn Michaels one at WrestleMania when Shawn Michaels is on, on the floor and Undertaker does his classic dive over the top rope bit. And Shawn Michaels moves out of the way, and then take it lands on his head. I nearly, I nearly Ooh, pissed yeah, myself with yeah. laughter. I thought that was hilarious. I don't know, I, I don't know why I thought that was hilarious, but it's because I, I, all I remember is seeing Shawn Michaels push the cameraman away, yeah. and then he kind of moves, and then Undertaker just lands on his head. <laughs> yeah. Props to yeah. him for getting up and carrying on because if I did that, I'd probably break my neck.
0: Yeah. My um, one of the, some of the things that do make me laugh because you can't escape the. Uh, you know how it you know so i mean okay like you said a lot a lot of them they do um do improv stuff there and then yeah. and, and they communicate it via different methods but sometimes uh they don't and um, sometimes it's scripted and yeah, so like, their spots yeah so like one of the one of the things for example and it just makes me laugh every time i think about it but When Hulk Hogan came back and him and Shawn Michaels had a big thing and he went to, I think it was SummerSlam, and it was supposed to be a big match, Shawn Michaels spent weeks just taking the piss out of Hogan, which is fucking funny. But then in the actual match itself, it came to the classic end. Of course, we knew Hogan was going to win because when Shawn Michaels came out first, to his normal music, Heartbreak Kid, he came out, did his thing, fireworks in the ring, done. Hmm. With Hulk Hogan, he had a like stadium size. Life-size uh, American flag come <laughs> yeah. down with fireworks and stuff, and if that doesn't say I'm going to win this match, I don't know what it does. <laughs> <laughs> because even though everyone liked Shawn Michaels at this point, it was still like face versus face, so they were still both good guys. Even though Shawn was trying to play a heel, Hulk is the bigger name,
1: though, isn't he? It is,
0: but everyone still, despite the fact Shawn trying to play a bad guy, everyone still loved him because he was just a nice guy. I think a lot point. of people got
1: fucked off with the whole Hogan thing, though, because I mean, yeah. what right does a guy have when he's 50 years old? Can coming back and doing that. With a
0: porn tape under his belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they, they were coming towards the end of the match and Hogan does a typical thing. He throws Michaels against the ropes, big does boot. the big boot, but and Sean, right, like everyone else, is supposed to land in the middle of the ring setting him up for the leg, the, drop. The leg drop. But Sean, Shit is la- he landed like on the back of his head, kind of bounced back up, fell into the ropes and then realised he was out of position. So then proceeded for about... I don't know, 10 seconds to bounce across the ring <laughs> until he landed back up in the middle. And it was such an over-pronounced, like, throwing yourself across the <laughs> ring to land up in the middle for Hogan to do his leg drop and then therefore win the match. But just, I'll never forget that. I was like, of all cock-ups, you would have thought he would have just, like, got the big boot, go down, come up, realise he's supposed to be let down somewhere and just... Just go and, and do it yeah, do a classic Ric Flair, fall on your face. I would thing. say though is Hogan's very limited
1: though. I mean Oh yeah, the man
0: couldn't move. He could he's, barely he could, walk. He could grapple, <laughs> he could do a power slam, he could throw people out of the ring over the top rope. That was it. Mm. That was the extent of his moves at this point because I guess he was broken from the porn video, but <laughs> <laughs> who knows? The guy's fucked and I, I don't think he's come back since then, which I thought. Like we don't I yeah, he because a lot of people say, Oh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker, they're too old and I was like, Well they're like Okay, they may be coming into like late 40s now, but they can still outperform a lot of the younger talent, especially Shawn Michaels. Well, it's just simply because yeah. the newer talent aren't that good. Exactly, they're as not, said, they're not like, as well trained like John Cena and, uh, and stuff. He's nearly 40 himself now, yeah. you'd be surprised to know. I'll take a seasoned fighter over some new guy like any day who's you know they've got nothing under the belt nothing you know they've got everything to prove whereas the old guys they've proven it already well so. it's the same in like fight sports yeah like you, you, you're gonna want to watch Floyd Mayweather even
1: though you yes. know it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah, boring yeah. as fuck
0: mm. you'd rather watch him than somebody's unproven and you've never yeah. heard of even though he he might just have a big entrance, come out and get knocked out in the first punch. You're yeah, like, oh, exactly. Well. <laughs> that was yeah, fun. It's
1: the same thing. Um, yeah, and I definitely did that. I mean, I'm a little bit biased sometimes when I, I, I don't tend, I I try to stay away from prediction so much because I did a blog for the my first blog from on my website was, was. Uh, kind of give you an indication of how i thought the fight might go but Mm. i didn't give like an prediction who i thought would win i thought how it might break down i was pretty close to be fair i was when when, after watching it as well i was like damn i couldn't have been much closer um but you do sometimes you have like an image in your head of who's going to win before the fight's even taken place or you know you do that you kind of go this this is going to be a fucking waste of a fight there's no point yeah absolutely i've stopped doing that though um, I did that a couple of years ago, a uh, guy you're not going to know, but Cain Velasquez versus Junior Santos was a big UFC fight. It was their first fight on ca- American cable television, uh, Fox Sports. Okay, yeah. Fox 1, sorry. They fought, and I thought Cain Velasquez at this point was the guy that beat Brock Lesnar. He, beat, yeah. he took the took off Brock Lesnar. He, he beat the fuck out of him. I thought, this is going to be a waste of a fight. This is not, a- Junior Santos is a boxer, he's going to get taken down, he's going to get punched in the head, It's going to last about a minute. It did last about a minute because Gina de Santos knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just walked forward and punched him right behind the ear and just knocked him the fuck out, and that was it. It was over. Yeah, sweet. So sometimes you can't, you know. That's the beauty of it.
0: That's that's the thing. Yeah, it just uh, it could go either way. That's that's the beauty of it. Like um, I guess like any other sport, like football or ice hockey or. Uh, American. The underdog always has American that rugby, punch whatever chance. yeah, whatever you're into, it, it could literally go, no matter who the fan favorites are or whatever, it could literally go either way, the whole thing is so unpredictable, you know, mm. and that's that's the beauty that's the, that's what entertains me about it so much, I mean mm. it's never knowing. What's going to happen? So, which you don't really get that so much in wrestling anymore. So,
1: yeah, because they, they, they've got they've got obviously sponsors and things to pay for, and they've got all yeah. these other nonsense things. Uh, it's so, oh, fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> well, they, they, uh, they don't get my pay per view anyway. That's that's for certain. Um, I haven't bought a bloody WWE pay per view for at least ten years.
0: <laughs> I can't at remember. least ten years. My last one must have been the uh, yeah the WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels Undertaker, which was a few years ago now, I think, I believe. Um, the one that um, really yeah. made me
1: sick recently, um, I'll say recently, it was a few years ago now, but uh, when Bret Hart came back.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I have such and fond memories of that back, guy. I, I had have, such fond yeah. memories
1: of him, and he, he was a real technician. He can really wrestle. Oh, fuck yeah. He's yeah. fucking brilliant. But that was such a terrible thing. Why did he do that? What possessed him to do it?
0: I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I love that, the man, but I'm kind of glad after like what it was. It was like ten years or something at the time. I'm kind of glad that they came and they they buried it and they were like, yeah, look, you know what. I'm over it, you're over it because mm. Vince has given me enough money to be over it. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just, it didn't need, to, from my point of view, it just didn't need to be on TV. Uh, they do, they'd they done it so often where they brought up in the past when mm. like they were taking the piss out of it and th- every now and again they were like, oh yeah, Bret Hart's going to make a return and music would go, crowd would go nuts and this would, might be in Canada somewhere mm. and then, you know, a midget comes out and they're just taking the piss out of it mm. and I, I just thought, yeah, this all could have been done behind the scenes, which obviously it was before the. Yeah, the of course it was, it. but they didn't need to do that. Yeah, it's like they could have just done it behind the scenes and then just done like a, a little article or uh, put it on their, their webpage or whatever, saying, look. We've been in contact with Bret Hart lately, and, and finally... finally. If they did want to bring him into years, the programming,
1: don't have him wrestle. Have him do something else. No, no. He could have had like something else to do. There's
0: don't need to have. Him no, it's it, it, embarrassing. It, brought, it went over elaborate because it was okay. Bret Hart came back, and then Shawn Michaels came out, and then they they were both kind of like giving each other a bit of smack talk, but then they decided to make up, and they said, "Yeah, sure, we're going to bury it. Shake hands, hug. It's all good." Vince McMahon comes out, same thing. He shakes hands with them both, hugs them both. Good. Then the next week, oh, unpredictably, you know, Sean and Brett come out. They're talking about it again. Vince then comes out, and all of a sudden, he's the bad guy, and he has to slap Bret Hart whatever because in in the contract agreement that they had saying that, I, hey, Bret Hart, forgive you guys. I have to put you in a sharpshooter in front of a live audience and whatnot, which is what he had to do to Vince McMahon. And he had to, yeah, it's just... It was one thing after another. And then after, you know, he did that with Vince. It was so stupid. It was then Shane got involved, Shane McMahon. It's just like, oh, come on, Brett. He doesn't need this. He, he's had his... Not to say that he didn't want to do it, but the whole thing was just necessary. They've come out. They've said, we're going to bury it. It's in the past. Don't, like, celebrate that burying it in the past by bringing it up again and having to do... Because they... For, I know... Um, Vince just before this happened, Vince and Shane did a thing with Shawn Michaels. They had a steady feud. I think it might have been before DX got back together or something, and they did the, whole, the, the same thing where Shane put Shawn Michaels in the sharpshooter, and then Vince mm. told him to ring the bell, and it was yeah. exactly uh, Ontario or wherever it was all over again. Yeah, and um, and it's like he's he's got his payback. They're all happy. Just stop the storyline there.
1: Yeah, just kill it.
0: Yeah, have them go away and tweet about it and whatnot and, you know, respond to fans and whatnot. But then they carried on and on and on for like a whole month. Mm. Every week they'd come out and it's just like, come on. Here's an interesting
1: thing that you may not have known. Um, Shane McMahon actually said, um, well, he actually tried to get his dad to buy the UFC in 2001 when it was <laughs> up for sale. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I bet, I bet now, I bet now Vince might be regretting that because mm. they are doing really, really, really well. They're, they're, they're actually worth more than Manchester United. Wow. That's, so, a, that's lot. a lot. And Manchester United is a team of the most expensive team on the, on the planet.
0: Yeah. Um, so the wrestling, um, the wrestling concept storyline scares me. They, uh, I Vince, I think, did a very clever job of dominating the wrestling industry of like buying them all out. You know, ECW, WCW, mm. and WWE is now like the only one, especially in America. Of course, you've still got the local circuits going on in yeah. and over here, and in as a it's quite big in Japan too. And I have no doubt eventually he'll you know, like get his fingers in the one in Japan because that's the next. Not, I'd say like the next big It's a market for him, isn't
1: it? That he hasn't really gone into. Yeah,
0: it's not... They're not... The one in Japan is nowhere near like a competitor, but if it's was to buy that out, again, that's just more money. Um, but the, the storylines, and this for me just goes to show how they've come up with some bullshit before in the past. Normally involves the divas, the women, which fucks me mm-hmm. off where, you know, they, they quite often have... Some chick loves a guy or falls in love with a guy, yeah, supports yeah, a man. Yeah. Then she betrays her man with against his arch nemesis, who she's secretly been dating or whatever. They then hook up and it's like... The tristatus oh, effect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it really annoys me. But the worst one that really it kind of actually put me off it when I found out about it, when Stephanie McMahon became pregnant with uh, Triple H's, I don't know, it's like their second or third or fourth uh, kid or breeding... Uh, group whatever it is that they do <laughs> um, she uh, Vince came to her and said okay I I think Shane had quit at this point Steph was still doing her only involvement was uh, running or being in charge of the creative talent that was it that explains why it's shit yes and he went to her and said okay you're pregnant this is the storyline I want to do and he wanted to come up with this elaborate storyline where he was the father of her kid and it was an ancestral Thing, well, oh, and she was against dear. it. To oh. Start off with, and uh, I said, start with. He then went, okay. Well, how about we come up with a storyline where I forced myself on you, and then you became pregnant with my rape storyline? Yes. fantastic. And she was like, <laughs> everybody, <talking laughs> <for her. laughs> yeah, yeah. And she, and I was like, unless we're gonna <laughs> see the actual rape. I, or the sex or whatever, I'm not interested. And and she was just like, no, I'm not. I'm not interested either <laughs> way. I mean, come on. No, she stepped back. And she said, no, I'm not. She's like, look. talk about scraping the barrel yeah, for she creative was like, talent. Yeah, and she was like, look, this is you know, all due respect, daddy, but this is my unborn kid we're talking about.
1: <laughs> I'm not. No,
0: I'm Could not. Could you doing that? that
1: kid at school um, ten years after that?
0: <laughs> no, all their all their you no, know, homeschooled definitely. <laughs> yeah oh just no and, and then he said okay you're not into that i get that but then he said wait a minute i've got another one for you how about instead of me it's Shane? you slept with your brother or he forced himself on you and you're gonna have your brother's kid <laughs> to which again surprisingly steph went uh no i'll pass no, yeah, fuck you and so not no it happened but i just thought holy fucking shit how what the hell what would what, what, what the incestuous rape thing? What I mean, like he said... Why say, does it have to be like that? There are forums that you can write stories about that. <laughs> you can go to You don't need to put it on live TV in front of an actual... like. The, the, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I could deal with that. There might be
1: some things. some states in America that's pretty common. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that happens every day around here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I could uh, deal with it.
0: I'd be like, okay, I don't like the storyline, but whatever. But considering that a lot of the audience are younger, you know... Kids and whatnot. I, yeah, I, that's I just, really inappropriate. I yeah. really think, and considering that this is like, and this was during the this and uh, this PG thirteen yeah nonsense. attitude era where there's like there's no blood, we're keeping it clean, no swearing, and you know, oh you can't see me, whatever the fuck that is, and not <laughs> I can. And, I and, just and saw and then, you do yeah, that. and the darkest bit that he wants to do is like an incestuous rape theme. I'd you know, <sighs> hell, should we should we do this? Should we let's introduce that theme onto this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> see what. Or <laughs> we'll market it for yeah a the, a the, WWE, the fuck you card goes to vince mcmahon today <laughs> uh, i think so i mean yeah he's i mean he's he's cool he's a clever he's a very clever businessman i'll give him that but i i, I don't ne- know how much how much you know it really took him to be clever um
1: because the he comp- was lucky in the he fact was lucky that that his dad inherited everything yeah to inherit he inherited him from his dad I mean he, there are things he did that were controversial and that worked out for him yeah, there are also a lot know. of things that he didn't do he did he gambled, he did a, a, lot. Do, he gambled a lot and he lost a lot mm. of, but I'm not going to knock him because he's obviously made it work yeah. um, I just don't know whether it could have been a lot but come on XFL yeah
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs>
1: let's go after the biggest sport in the country and try and make our own
0: yeah I just I think that's why like um, someone trying to
1: start a football league here in, in a soccer league here you're just not going to be able to do it no. you'll just get blown out there's no way in a million years you can make that work yeah you'd have to have a serious amount of capital and influence and a lot of luck you, yeah. you, there's too much in there for you to be able to control that and even for Vince McMahon who's probably like he's not a billionaire like he's been billed but he's he's worth a fair
0: bit oh yeah uh, man, the man's got yeah the man's he's got, got money, money in spades definitely. but um, he could retire now quite happily but I mean he, the last thing he, he's doing what he loves doing so fair play to him but I just think you know and I know it's a weird thing because a lot of the... They obviously track the ratings of every show. And despite the bullshit storylines and stuff that have like gone down the toilet, they're still bringing in the ratings every single... Not so much Smackdown anymore, but I think that's on its way out. But Raw, as the original mm. one, and the one that they keep the core talent on... Which is why it's always been so. successful. There is a reason,
1: though. SmackDown is taped still, and Raw is live. Yeah, that is the and that's the
0: reason. Yeah, and and it, that's it's, so it's that successful, and I don't think they'll they'll get rid of that for a long time. So as long as they're getting the ratings in, Vince gonna look at that and go, "Well, okay, despite these stupid incestuous storylines and whatnot, um, we're getting the ratings in. So why change yeah, it?" And absolutely. It's, but I, I think. It, at this point it's got to the, the point where there's so many other people involved come with the storylines and sure their jobs may be on the line where if it fucks up and they get horrible ratings, that person loses their job. But mm. they're getting the ratings. So and because of all that and how it's money oriented, like anything else, commercialized, they've lost the moral compass, I think. Because the yeah. the fact that you've even gone to your own daughter and tried to, you know, convince her of having an incestuous <laughs> on-screen relationship that yeah, yeah your daughter's we, we, kid we, is yours or that, I mean, we want you to go that. full frontal on yeah. national television <laughs> yeah. and we want you to go balls deep in your sister yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean hey if I'm that dude that's got to do that to my sister then well me it depends how hot my sister is but really Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's an option that's like no I I, I wouldn't be able to do it I'd be like even you know the whole fake you know it doesn't you're not going to see anything it's just a storyline I'd be like no I'm not because that's basically endorsing and encouraging I don't know if it's endorsing but it's something you shouldn't really be talking about no but them enacting that and whatnot because Vince as he quite often does. He always plays the heel character uh, up until the point that some shit happens where he has to come out and fire somebody or say fuck off or screw you, whatever. Mm. Then all of a sudden he becomes a good guy but then the following week he's a bad guy again. So Mm. it's only when shit gets real he becomes a bad guy. But to to think, he's sandbagging himself by thinking that it's okay to to come up with this incestuous storyline and that that would work. And that is basically coming up with that storyline alone. Well, it has worked in a way
1: because we're talking about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I might cut the fuck out all that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, um, but
1: because it, it's controversial, you it know, is. and because it's controversial, he's obviously got us talking about it. But I just think there are a lot of things, to be honest, there's a lot weirder things that's happened in British soaps like Coronation Street or Emmerdale. Oh, they,
0: and they have had incestuous. Stuff yeah, like they've that.
1: had genuine incestuous um, relationships. Um, Emmerdale was the most fucked up one ever. They've had like 400 fires. How is that place even still on the planet? It's like... It's not even that big. There's like 12 houses or something there. And yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, how are they yeah. even still uh, there? Oh,
0: Oaks filmed on you one street. You just wouldn't move there, would you? <laughs> oh, this place has had 300 <laughs> no, fires in know. 20 years. You just wouldn't oh, move there. unless you're a bad boy, of course. Yeah. Then you've got reason to move there and you can be the big bad boy in town and... It's the
1: craziest thing. I just... I can't get into that. I can't get into... Um, soap operas or tv shows in that way same with reality tv you know when you're at X factor and you're that horse shit i'm just like the fact they call it reality tv is a joke
0: Um, because there's nothing
1: real about it there's absolutely fuck all real about it
0: there's even a show which is it's um it's a show of people acting out a reality show yeah that's how bad things have got now and i'm just like because I watched it and I thought the way that it was advertised it was on a I mean I don't watch TV Stace was watching something and it came up in a, on a a commercial and I, uh, I I was hearing it in the background and the way that it was advertised and set up and everything it looked like it was an actual reality mm. show and then the show actually started at this point Stace wasn't paying attention because she was um, reading something on an iPad or whatever and the show started and i saw it and i was just like what the fuck is this <laughs> and Stacey looked into it and she said and i said you know it's just a reality show Cause it seems like really bit bizarre and she said i oh know it's uh it's like a, a a reality show or it's like you know people doing a reality show making out to be a reality show but it's not everyone mm-hmm. knows this so i was like what the fucking point are they doing it for then and really i really just got confused at that point again so, yeah, yeah it, it completely <laughs> added to the reason why i don't um watch tv i, I, I get I, 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 there's tv shows that i watch which are real and okay not real but they're <laughs> they're not reality bullshit and all that crap yeah um and that's it so when i'm not listening to podcasts and stuff or um you know hanging out with states whatever we, we, we take time we've got a lot of tv shows going on at the moment so
1: i think that's what i love about podcasts the most is most of it is genuine you like most people's opinion because they're not having to worry about it's not like the radio where they're having to worry about censorship or yeah. sponsors or anything like that you can say what the fuck you want on your podcast because it's yours
0: absolutely yeah. and that's the
1: best thing about it, about it. and about it. if i
0: don't like it i'm the one that edits it so i can go back and mm. cut it out and be like fuck you <laughs> should we take a break of it because uh, like stacy wants to uh, get in contact uh, with you. yeah she does i don't need to actually thinking Looking at time. I need to start wrapping it up soon cool. if that's cool. And, um, because there's yeah, lots of stuff going on, but that's um, cool. uh, this hour and 47 minutes is just like flown by, really. Yeah, so, we've
1: done quite a bit, we're coming along, quite yeah. Around.
0: And there's still like a lot, it's quite easy to talk to you, and uh, hopefully vice versa. That, yeah, absolutely. one conversation sparks on another. And I think that, I mean, yeah, we did a lot of wrestling and UFC and MMA and just shit in general yeah drugs drugs (laughs) Drugs. yeah orange juice people (laughs) masturbation (laughs) there you Uh,
1: go that should be like the challenge from now on every time I come on I've got to mention masturbation at least three times in the podcast uh, (laughs) easily done we fucking
0: go on yeah easy okay right well we'll wrap that up then and then uh, I'll start I'm off work this week so I'll start playing towards the weekend and I'm gonna I'll, I'll hit you with some stuff and um, nothing too hard hopefully nah <laughs> no, <laughs> right no but I might nice okay right well um, thank you for uh, this is your first episode and hopefully first of many even when you get your own up and, and running I'm hoping we'll uh, be able to mash it up and we'll alternate you know. yeah yeah you yeah. come do mine and I'll come do yours and stuff and yeah. we'll do the whole Twitter thing of promoting each other's and, and what which I'm doing with a lot, a lot of people at the moment anyway so yeah doesn't help
1: doesn't help does it to. Get,
0: get out of there. Absolutely, yeah. And like Let like, people decide. A, yeah, and there's a couple of people up there, which unfortunately a bit too far to just drive over one day. I think, oh, I don't know, they might be down in Kent, which is still a, a bit of, of a trek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're looking at setting up uh, something on Skype where it'll be like me and Sean. Like a phone line thrown Yeah. yeah. Mm. And we'll see what happens. And that'll be interesting where Sean's, you know, generally the politically correct one. I'm not
1: that's something we've got in common maybe
0: we can team up (laughs) yeah and um i just think our personalities and there's in some places are quite even and in other places they're they're very different yeah so i think it's going to make for an interesting interesting show so anyway right yeah so thanks for thanks for coming along and taking the time out and whatnot i'm sorry amanda didn't want to hang around and that's all right. She's shy this. Yeah, we'll crack her out of that. Or if I, we don't, you will when you get yours going. because <laughs> She'll probably be in the background. And mm. same mistake. She was really shy, and then uh, after a few months of doing this, one day she came from work. Me and Sean were still going, and the last couple you've put up, yeah. she just, you can't stop her talking. She's, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's so she fucking <laughs> out it. She does. Yeah, and I thought I was overpowering, but <laughs> she just went off on one. And I just said to her, like, she's the most like natural, uh, like recording talent that i've had so far because i don't need to uh encourage her to speak or direct her in anywhere she i just mentioned something and she just goes, she just, goes like, she just goes on a tangent fine yeah cool. so and that just happened from one day when she came in and me and sean were talking about stuff and we meant you know start talking about stuff she just came sat down wasn't going to be into stuff with and in fact i think like that microphone was like heading over there so nowhere near her but Because of where we'd positioned it, you could even when she spoke, you could hear her quite clearly. Mm. (laughs) So, like halfway through the episode, I'm just like, just stick the fucking microphone in her face if she's got something to say. But you can still hear her anyway. But yeah, yeah. cool. Anyway, that'll be uh, yeah. So yeah, till next time. I am Scott Nash. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and you are sir. I'm Craig Armsworth, and we will um, do this again soon and uh, catch up with everybody. Cool. Um, Have a night. we mm-hmm.